Hi guys, welcome to the Geek Economy Podcast, the B-Side. Hello! There you go. You good there? You hear me now. Maybe, yeah, I know, maybe people can hear me now. Did you break the <laughs> mic? Something. You and your mic problem, we need to keep you in studio full time. <laughs> Anyways guys, you guys know this is the B-Side. This week we're interviewing Jason with Drive Town Drive to Win 13, which we'll definitely there talk about that name as I read it wrong like an asshole. He's got a good Everybody name, does. Uh, which is because it's my name, so I love that. Um, so yeah, if you guys are new to the show, this is the B-Side. Every other Wednesday when we don't do Gig Economy in the News, we talk to a creator or a gig worker, and Jason is a creator and a gig worker, uh, posts a lot of his stuff on YouTube. So I don't know a lot about Jason. Uh, the only information I know is he's friends with Steve, who's friends with everybody, so that's kind of how we got connected. So, yeah, I'm excited to have Jason on the show tonight. Uh, Jason, why don't you tell us who you are, uh, what you do for gig work, what's what makes you run, all that good stuff. Yep. Okay. Well, my name is Jason with Drive to Win 13. Everybody <laughs> does get that wrong, so don't even worry about it. Um, so, in terms of gig work, I do everything. Uh, just about anything gig-wise, I do it. Uh, I've been doing it since 2017. So I've got a few years under my belt and I have done it from uh, Seattle, Washington, all the way to Miami, Florida, and even in Hawaii. So I've been all over the place doing all the different platforms and uh, doing um, my YouTube channel as well. So I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty well versed in all of the different platforms, whether it's Uber, Lyft, Instacart, DoorDash, any of them. Literally, all yeah. of them I've tried. So you're like <laughs> me when I go to my tax accountant and I have to give him like 17 1099s. So, yes, exactly. And and I went ahead and extended my tax date this year. Did you? Already. <laughs> I did. So one and thing then, too. Go ahead, Jason. Sorry. Uh, I was just going to say I also do um, Turo and Airbnb as well. I was going to say, so I I saw a couple of your videos. I mean, I must have just a little bit of them. And, and I noticed that, that you were what you had Turo. And so so those are a few of the little bit more advanced gig, if you will, right? Yeah. Take takes takes a, a little bit of an investment, both both Turo and Airbnb. That kind of, I think, makes it for a little bit of an interesting angle as well, because there's uh, there's some, um, there's a little bit of, of what's it called? The aspect where you you make money without you actually having to do anything about it, right? Passive, a little bit more, a little more passive, yeah. Um, however, it's not as passive as some people might think, but yeah, um, but it definitely is. That is the whole point because you know you to do gig work nowadays in the traditional gig economy, you almost have to do multi apping, and um, so I also do other things that can be somewhat passive and making me money while I'm doing other things at the exact same time. And then I have something very unique in that I intertwine them all together, which we can definitely get into as well. So what you've worked in a lot of places, where's your current market? Where would you say that you do most of your work? I'm in Sarasota, Florida. Sarasota, Florida. Okay. Yep. And, and your main gig right now, I know you, you multi-app like me, but it, it varies for yep. me what I do. I would say Right now, my main gig is probably doing Instacart. Okay. That would be my main. I am dabbling in that a little bit. It's been a challenge. Um, 
Steve Steve doesn't like it either. So no, I have a buddy uh, he, <laughs> here in Michigan, and he just kills it. He's over in Ann Arbor, which is probably one of the richest areas in the state. Yeah, and he just kills those Costco orders. But man, oh. that shit stresses me out, man. If if I get a double, I'm like, I can't do it. I my heart yeah. races, and I'm just like, I cannot get this shit done. So he kills it. He'll yeah. do two, three Instacarts and be done for the day from Costco. Oh, yeah. It's more of a strategic game. And, yeah. um, and there's days where you're going to turn it on and you're going to turn it back off because it, nothing's happening. Yeah. Um, you know, or they're just sending you junk orders and whatnot. So, uh, and that's the idea with multitask or multi-apping, you know, I'll have Instacart running and DoorDash running yeah. at the exact same time. Take one or the other. Sometimes I've done up to three uh, before. I've done, a, I've done a shipped order. An Instacart order and a DoorDash order accepted all at the exact same time. Wow. So, and now in that, it took me an hour to complete all that, but I made like 160 bucks. Damn. So it was, it was pretty worth, worth the, uh, hour of stress. Yeah. I don't, I would never be able to do that. I definitely would be freaking out. And DoorDash for me is lately has been super anal about like, if I'm not heading to the direction after I accept it, like within like, oh, yeah five minutes they're like hey what's up we're gonna kick you off this um yeah doordash is getting very sticky with all their changes and their weirdness going on they're they're doing some funky stuff for sure yeah unless you get an uber eats and then you could be six hours and they're like yeah we don't care as long as you get the food don't worry about it (laughs) yeah exactly yeah well that's cool um so you started in 2017. Was there a particular reason um, or are you just like like everyone else wanted to make a little extra money? So it was interesting. When I first started, I was actually a, a gas station uh, store manager and I constantly had uh, my night guy, my night shift guy, always calling out sick about 10 minutes before his shift. So that falls on the manager. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. And when I did those, I always had Uber drivers stopping in to get coffee or donuts or whatever. And I started talking to them and I realized that 85% of them don't treat it like a business. Mm. And I started thinking about it and I thought, you know what? Uh, there's, There's another avenue to this that these people aren't even thinking about. And so I actually quit, uh, my $60,000 a year, uh, you know, job and I went full into this Wow! and, uh, and I started doing Uber a month later, added, you know, Lyft and then it started Uber Eats and then, you know, it just progressed until I had them all added and was able to do them all. So do you do rides at all now? Probably not. Right. I do. Yeah, I do. Uh, so, but only when I get a super crazy, uh, promotion to, you know, get me to come back. Um, uh, I just had a lift, uh, which surprised me actually lift had a deal for me. If I completed 75 rides over the course of a week. Okay. So that's not terrible. 10 per day, right? Maybe a little more. Yeah. I, I would get a certain guarantee. So I did the math and I did as small rides as possible. Yeah. Right. And I did a lot of junk or junk rides. Anyway, I made 1700 bucks that week on Lyft. So I will do it only if I have promotions. I am not going to go do those $3 rides. So that's interesting. You talk about the guarantees because we've always told people don't take the guarantees because it's usually not worth it. You you absolutely have to play the game. So the guarantee, the only way you win at a guarantee is if you are taking as small of rides and doing quantity rides. So 
I will do scheduled rides where it's the doctor visits where you make $2 and 50 cents. Yeah. But I know that in the end, I'm going to get the guarantee amount. So I want as small a numbers on my side as possible. Right. I don't want that $30, 50 mile ride, which is a junk order too, but yeah, right. I, I don't want that. I want as small because I want quantity. I want to do it quick. Now in that 75 rides, that only took me 20 hours. Oh, shit. So in 20 hours time, I made $1,687, I think was the number. Damn. Now, so so that, that promotion didn't care about your your rating at all then? Uh, it did not. Because you end up having to cancel a ton of rides to do that. Decline. That's correct. Because decline. I, yeah, decline. Yeah, decline. Yes. I, I am literally taking all the orders that everybody else would decline. Right. Did you happen to use, I figure if you're connected with Steve, did you, and you know, Gary's apps, did you happen to use that to do that? No. No, you just did it manually? I just parked myself in an area uh, that I knew was going to be all those rides, you know, college campus um, near, um, you know, doctor's offices, things like that. I did not go out to, you know, the subdivision to get airport rides or anything like that. You know, you're, you're, it's a game plan. You have to go into it. Um, and once I got the allotted rides I needed, uh, I, I turned it off and did some Instacart for a while. So I also made 500 bucks on Instacart that week as well. So damn, yeah, it was, it was a decent week. So how long do you think you have to let those sit before you get an offer like that from one of those apps? Yeah, it's interesting. It's about every three months. Oh, wow. That's a long time to sit. Holy cow. Yeah. And that's why I don't do it. I did it. Uh, I was in Fort Myers. So as you understand, uh, Hurricane Ian took out Fort Myers. Yeah. Well, I was right in the middle of that when that happened. And I had this very similar promotion just prior to that. So that was in September, the end of September. And I just had that promotion in January. So oh, okay. It, I'm getting due for another one pretty soon, hopefully. Yeah, we have been talking about, uh, we, we talked about it in the last show, that Uber is changing their quest because we do the quest here. They're changing right. to monetary. So like, and it's ridiculous. Like if you earn $400 on the app, they'll give you like a $10 bonus. Yeah. It's stupid. Well, it is. And and I'm, I am not doing any, any ride share, first of all, because I am not interested in dealing with the, the people anymore. Yeah. It's <laughs> tough. Uh, and, and, uh, the only way you can win at it is doing it late nights. And I'm not doing that for sure. So, yep. um, I, I, when I lived up in Idaho, um, I did a ton of, uh, scheduled preferred rides or, or people that I give rides to all the time and they become private. Clients. Yeah. Um, I did that all the time, but I'm not messing with any of that anymore. Yeah. Jesper makes the most money. He drives the bar bar time from nine P to two a, and I'm just, I'm done with that too. I'll drive the the latest I'll drive is midnight. But after that, I'm like, I'm good. Like the first I've got a, I've got a good YouTube video on my YouTube channel, uh, that I documented over the course of, uh, I don't know, a week or so of those rides. And it's pretty entertaining. So, but see, I think it's fun. That's my favorite time to drive. (laughs) And I mean, why not? When I make $45 an hour, why not do it? Yeah, I guess that's one way to look at it. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you, Jason. I'm like, <laughs> I'm done with these drunks. I got like 8,000 rides between the two apps, and I was like, yeah, 
I'm good. That's exactly about where I'm at, too. I'm good. So tell me about this Turo. I actually used Turo for the first time in January. I rented a Tesla because I was like, fuck, I was on like a conference, a podcast conference, and I was like with my wife. I'm like, it'd be fun. Let's do it. And uh, it was was a seamless experience. um, And I just want to know a little bit about it. Uh, It's definitely not good. I wouldn't say it's gig work. I would just say you're, you're a business owner because you literally have to different. invest a, quite a bit of money. That's correct. So yeah, you have to think about all of this as a business, but Turo and Airbnb are more business-like because of the investments, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. And I started Turo with my personal car. I had a Chrysler 300S and I thought, you know what? I don't want to make the payments. I'm going to have somebody else make the payments. Well, month number one of putting it on Turo, I tripled my payment. Oh, damn. And I was like, hmm, interesting. And then I noticed that a lot of Turo uh, people who do Turo had a list, their description of their cars, and it was non-business-like. It was all, you can't do this. You're going to get fined this. You're going to get billed this. And I thought, you know what? I can do this completely different. Yeah. And so I got another car and then I got another car and now I have four cars and I'm doing pretty much the same about double or tripling up each month. Okay. Um, So the goal by the end of this year is to increase that to seven cars uh, by the busy season in Florida this next year. Um, And it's, it's quite interesting for sure. Do you have any problems at all getting financing? Telling when you tell people that uh, tell the the financing companies that, that that is what it's for. Yeah, I don't tell them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I do not tell good, them. Good as point. A, yeah, as a matter of fact, the last vehicle that I financed was a minivan, and the bank called me because I have an over eight hundred credit score, which probably helps with yeah, with oh, this. absolutely. Yeah, um, yeah. But I got, they called me and they said, Hey, I noticed you got a couple other cars financed. And, um, you know, what is the purpose of this car? And I said, well, I, and I do, uh, in some, uh, real estate. And I said, I just need a minivan to drive clients around. Yeah. So I I needed something like that. And they're like, Oh, okay. And then they put it down. I don't tell them. Uh, then I did, I was, I was able to pay cash. I bought a Lexus, um, here uh, a couple months ago and I just paid cash for it. And so I'm the goal is to get into, you know, the ability to do that. Of course. Money and get cash cars. But starting out, I financed three cars and, um, you know, it did help. I did have uh, uh, good credit to. Help oh, yeah. You, 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 if you're in the 600s, don't even think about it. Like you're going to have to yep. have great credit. Gosh, that must be sp- stressful to manage all that. Or is, is it not too bad? It really isn't. The biggest thing that I always tell anybody getting into it is, First of all, don't put your favorite car on Turo. Mm-hmm. It's a business. Don't, you know, dad handed you down, you know, his car. Don't put that on Turo because you're going to be stressing about it the whole time it's out. It's a business. If my cars get totaled, it's insured. I get a different one. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't sweat little scratches and I don't sweat little, you know, people come back and there's soda spilled or something. Um, I, I just don't sweat it. You know, I just clean it and move on. Interesting. Yeah. Do you get to charge them a cleaning fee then? You do for some things Um, similar, although it's kind of gone the way that Uber and Lyft went where it used to be really good if somebody threw up in your car. Now it's like, yeah, we get 20 bucks or whatever. But, um, you know, because people abused it. So in terms of Turo, it's harder and harder to get cleaning fees. 
because people are like, oh man, I had to vacuum the car when it came back. I want 150 bucks. <laughs> yeah, that, you know, no. that's not how that works. Ah, you know? That's so and, frustrating. Yeah. So I, I actually will tell a lot of my Turo people, hey, don't worry about cleaning the car. Just bring it back. Right. Um, for one, I don't want them to try to disguise something yeah. and I find it, you know, cigarettes or something. But also, um, I would prefer that I wash my cars and get them cleaned up because I know how they're, you know, how it's done. That's only on four cars. Once you get up to 10 cars or 15 cars, it's a little bit more difficult. But, but, but then you just, hire, kind of just hire a local little guy and go out and clean them for you. And Yeah, I actually have a couple other Turo hosts that will kind of switch off and on. I'll go grab their cars from the airport and I'll run them down and clean them and take them back if they have a quick turnaround, you know, because sometimes it's literally two hour turnarounds. Yeah, right. And sometimes people, you know, got it delivered to Sarasota and they're in Tampa. What I got, you know, help them out. What is your most uh, nicest car compared to like just um, a run of the mill car? The Gig Economy Podcast will be back after a quick break. You love listening to podcasts, but have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you want to build a brand, grow your business, or are looking for an excuse to talk about your favorite hobby. Whatever your reason for making a podcast, Buzzsprout is the place to start. Since 2009, Buzzsprout has helped over 300,000 people launch their own podcasts. Buzzsprout walks you step-by-step through the whole process and will give you powerful tools to start, grow, and monetize your podcast. Ready to get started? Click the link in the show notes to get our free step-by-step guide to starting your podcast today. Um, so I have I, the, three, the three cars that I have that I've had primarily on there is a Prius. Oh, yeah. Um, I have a Chrysler Pacifica minivan oh those are nice i have a lexus convertible is 250 and a chrysler 300s okay um and the reason that i got those cars is because they all meet a different client yeah they're not nobody's going to get the same same one and i wanted to have it as wide range as possible now i will tell you the clients that i get for my 300s i don't particularly like (laughs) Um, (laughs) I have trackers on all my cars. I see everything they're doing. Yeah. And absolutely, they're constantly going 120 miles an hour oh. and fast acceleration oh. and all that. And that's another thing where you just got to let it go and just be like, whatever. Whatever. It's a, it's a business. Let it go. So, but I'm not going to get into like exotic cars. No. I'm not going to do them. You know, that that's just too much risk, at least for now. Um, right. And I'm, and I'm the next vehicles that I'm going to get are probably actually like some Hyundais, um, some, uh, you know, something that'll get even a different crowd. So do you feel like uh, you're able to do the lower end cars like a Hyundai in, where you're at in Florida just because it's it's probably people just want something to get around and it's easier to deal with Turo than deal with like, you know, Enterprise? Yeah. So the one the people that are going to get the Hyundai are usually locals. People oh. who just need a car to run around for a week, their car's in the shop, whatever. Oh. Um, the people coming into town are going to get the other ones. They want the convertible because you're in Florida. You have to have a convertible. Right. Or they want the nice looking blacked out, you know, 300S, um, you know, or right. they have a family coming in. So I don't really like renting to locals um, so much, but, um, you know, that's another part of the business that I'm going to get into. So, okay. See, Jesper, we need to do this. 
Yeah. See, he, I, keep, he keeps saying I need to do this. I'm not. I'm not going to rent out my Kia. No, I know, but I don't think it. I looked at Grand Rapids Turo. Like I just got on the app. It's not great around here. I mean, it's not very touristy. I mean, m- maybe yeah. in the summer on the lake, but I can't right. see how it would be profitable for us. Yeah, I've got a buddy up in in Grand Rapids as well, and um, I've had him kind of keeping an eye on things because he was thinking about getting into it and. What I told him to do was, first of all, rent a couple local Turo cars and see the experience with it. See, you know, if it's any good, you know, there and um, try it out. Yeah. Uh, he, he didn't have great, great luck with it up there, or at least what he could see. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't see it. It would be worth us doing that. But Jesper and yeah. I are always looking at passive income, aren't we, Jesper? Uh, unless, unless you're able to pick up a quote-unquote beater for for a good price that looks nice yeah i mean if you yeah, so so there is something too that i will tell you is um you could get into the game by doing a co-host and you know somebody that's already got a cars and they're already doing it and you could say hey i'd like to get into the game and maybe you help me out um i'll buy a car we'll put it on your account and I'll take 50% of the profits or whatever. It's free to them. You know, they're just yeah. added into their stuff. But uh, just to see if it's working out or, or whatever. Um, right. I will tell you, of all my cars, I have yet to actually take any of my own money to make any payments or any maintenance or insurance or anything. Wow. That's really good. One more thing before we jumped in the creator end of it. The insurance, how do you, they have to know that you're running it out, right? Or Yeah, so so here here's a... Uh, <laughs> Okay. Let's go offline real quick. We'll talk about this (laughs) offline. Let me tell you about it. So you have a couple different ways of doing it. First of all, if you have your normal policy, more than likely, uh, you get into an accident or your your client gets into an accident. It is covered under Turo's policy Mm -hmm. while it's on on rent, right? However, what can happen is because your personal policy is also on it, it can get reported to your insurance. Right. And your your insurance can say, hey, wait a second, you're doing this for Turo. We're not covering your car anymore. Okay. The car is covered under Turo. You can also get a an insurance that is friendly to Turo. Okay. Okay. Most of them are not. Right. Um, uh, uh, mutual uh Liberty. Liberty Mutual is friendly to them. Okay. They're also pretty expensive. Yeah. Or you can get an a an insurance that is dedicated to Turo, okay. which is Lula. Hmm. And Lula basically has a program that's called their off-rent policy or off-rent program. And it only covers your car when it's not being rented on Turo. So during oh. your deliveries, during your maintenance, during your car washes, okay, they are covering you personally for 300 miles per month. Hmm. Other than that, your so, car is only covered under Turl. So you're not supposed to do any personal driving in it. Correct. That's if yeah. you're dedicating that car, yeah. and which is what mine are. They yep. sit in my driveway and that's all. Huh. Do you remember um do you remember Buckle? I think they went yeah. under or they were redoing yeah. something. That was kind of for uh, I we interviewed them. I was right. kind yeah. of excited about that. I don't remember what, what happened to that, but it was a gig. I don't know either. It was a gig related insurance. Like it was all. Yeah, and I think, I think uh, Turo, or I'm sorry, I think Lula is going to be doing the same type of thing okay. eventually. Um, yeah. And then there's also ABI, 
American business insurance that also does the same similar thing as as Lula does. Okay. Well, as you know, a lot of these people don't know either is that, yeah, I have the um, the rider on my insurance, but that's just for Uber and Lyft. That doesn't cover you in DoorDash, Amazon, Instacart, none of that. So yep. you are rolling the dice a little bit. Well, I'll tell you, I'll be honest with you. If I were to get into an accident on a delivery, I ain't telling nobody oh, I was boy. delivering nothing. Of course. No, 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 no. I was just like, I had some groceries in the car, but you know, whatever. And I'm just canceling that order. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like, yeah. yeah I tell people that too. I mean, yep. you do what you want to do, but this is what I'm going to do. So let's Absolutely. talk about YouTube. Uh, I see you got yeah. a really healthy YouTube channel there and, yeah. um, which is awesome. That's a lot of hard work. I know, uh, it is. I, we didn't do hard work. We got our subscribers when we were posting bullshit videos of people being fuck fuckheads in the car. So we like, there you go. We, yep. And then we stopped doing that. And now we don't, we don't make any money on well, YouTube. We, we, yeah. we, got, we got this fun that was called a season desist. And then I got scared. Yeah. <laughs> we actually, we actually had, um, was it RuPaul's group? We had a had- video of a couple of their gals and it was Jesper's car. <laughs> and they were like, we're going to sue you, blah, blah, blah. And it was like, okay, we're not doing these videos anymore. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I'll tell you what, when, um, when I first started looking at YouTube, I went on there to get real information from real drivers. Right. And I saw a lot of people who were not real drivers trying to do the whole, Hey, sign up under my name and click my link yeah. and all these things. Right. And I get it. I understand what they're doing, but they're giving you information as if they really do this and they really don't. Yeah. Um, and I wanted something real and I wanted people to be able to come to my channel and learn from somebody who's actually doing it really, um, uh, treating it like a business. I think way outside the box on a lot of things. Like I said, I intertwine all these together and uh so i think outside the box and i just wanted people to um have the ability to make a business out of it yeah um and uh, so that's why i started my youtube channel and it's um i I decided i wasn't going to go after huge numbers wasn't going to create huge amounts of content just to create content my my uh channel is monetized and and i do make some money on it but it's primarily just to allow people to um, learn and learn right from somebody who really actually does it. As a matter of fact, I will not do any video on any of the platforms until I've done a thousand of the deliveries or a thousand of anything. That is my number. So if I do a video on DoorDash, I've done at least a thousand. If I've done a video on Uber Eats, I've done at least a thousand. Damn. Um, And I figure, you know what? That gives me a lot of, uh, uh, you know, uh, stature to my name or yeah. whatever street cred street cred yeah expertise is what it's yeah. called <laughs> exactly oh yes so, so, so you've rented out Turo more than a thousand times no 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 her no. is the one that is a little different and airbnb i i um i decided to kind of track my from start you know this is how i got into it that was my first video this is how i started this is what i'm doing okay um and then i just kind of moved up from there that's okay. a little bit more difficult because it'll take you with just one car. It'll take you a year to probably get, you know, 30. Yeah. Or 40. Right. So it takes, it takes some time to build for sure. 
I think if you don't present yourself as an authority on it, that's that's the fair. Like not just you, but anybody. were like, you know, I'm the authority on this. Well, how, how many have you done? Well, I've done. I went out and tried five, and you're like, no, don't don't present. Right. You can talk about it, your experience on it, but don't say, yeah, this yeah. is what you should do. This is what I do. Here's my link. Right. Blah blah blah. Yeah, I yeah. don't I don't like that. My either. my favorite is when people get called out on. They say, well, just show us your screen. Show us how many you've done, and they will not do that. Well, yeah, that's a red flag right there. <laughs> Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. Uh yeah. Delivery Cat says ask them to sign a release and that's how you can put him on tape or on YouTube. Eh. Yeah. So that, that's going into the whole single and double consent and all that well, stuff. And it's, uh, yeah, and yeah, honestly, I, we we really pulled him off and stopped doing it because Uber was threatening. Not they we didn't get anything personally, but we knew no, people yeah. on YouTube were getting deactivated. Yeah. And, and I, for me, like uh, on my car, okay, I have, I have on the stickers they're getting faded now, but on the side of my car, I do have the sticker, you know, this car is both audio and video recorded by entering you consent. Right. And I've been called out a couple of times. And in my video that I have on there, I have some of the people uh, in my car. It's just one video that I did. It's about 15 minutes long. Um, and it was more of just a kind of a fun video that I put together. It's, it's quite entertaining. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I just, I don't know. I, I decided not to do that route. I have a lot of content because I saved some of those crazy videos that I figured I might just get in trouble here or somebody right. might say something. Yeah. I still have them. I, I saved them for sure. Yeah. Cause if you get de yeah, if you get deactivated on a platform, you're like, fuck it, might as well put it up there now. Yeah. I had, <laughs> I had a girl that I had to kick out of my car and she said, well, I'm just going to tell them that you did something. And I have that on video and Ooh, I am never right. going to, I'm never going to not have that video. Saved. Right. <laughs> oh, so all the reason yeah. to not do ride share. Right. Uh, yep. <laughs> so I, I, I would guess we've kind of gone over what separates you apart from other creators is just you just being more informative. Um, and, and then that's why I say good job on the, on the subs, because people don't want that. They want the crazy shit. They want like, yep. you know, they don't want the information stuff. It takes, those are loyal numbers when you see that because people have spent the time to learn how to do that. Most people are like 20 yeah. seconds, show me something crazy and then I'm moving on. So that's good. Right. And, and on top of that, I'm also any people that comment on my videos, I am very interactive with them. That's huge. And, and I have, I believe it or not, you guys, this will blow your mind. <laughs> I had somebody contact me through my YouTube channel and I ended up going to Arizona for six months and converting her house into an Airbnb for her. What? Oh, wow. Yeah, it was pretty intense. I have a whole video I made on that, too. It's not on YouTube, but I have a, I have a whole thing I did on that. Oh, that's so. incredible. You converted yeah. her house into an Airbnb for her. That's correct. Yeah, it was pretty. And she still does. And as a matter of fact, part of the reason why I did this was because she also wanted to invest in some stuff, namely right. some Turo cars. Okay. So I thought, you know what? Future thinking. Yeah, uh, I got a you know investor in my back pocket. Let's make it happen, and I put a lot of work into it. But yeah, I bet you did. Um, yep, absolutely. That's super hmm. cool. But that's how you you know you grow. In yeah, your business. Yeah, right. I'm. We're kind of like that. Just for our stuff, Jasper and I have a podcasting business too. Besides the the show, and just being yep. like kind to other people, and like there's so much work for everybody. No one's got to be a dick. You know what no, I mean? Yeah, like exactly. I yep. mean, you, there's no reason to do that. 
I call it playing playing well in the sandbox. Yes, playing yeah. well in the sandbox. Well, I, I, I appreciate this conversation. I want to talk so much about Truro because it's it's it gets my juices flowing. Like I feel like it's a fun one. It is. It is. It is. I'll have to talk to you about that co-hosting thing because that would be yep. that would be interesting to do. So, what's on the horizon for you? What 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 do you got cooking for your channel? Do you got any videos coming up or any projects like you know traveling to Hawaii and building a house for somebody? So, I actually uh, have a video that I have been working on for quite a while. In that, I actually went to Hawaii for a month. Okay, a month. I did not so know this, y'all. <laughs> Yeah, he really didn't. I went to Maui for a month and I actually uh, did Instacart orders in the morning and played at the beach at night. Okay. Okay. And I was able to do that and make enough money to pay for my whole month of being there. Jeez. And creating all this content. Um, And so, yeah, um, I actually have kind of a travel video that I've worked on for a little while where I actually traveled all over from. I started in Idaho and I went all the way around into Montana and Washington and California, Oregon. And I went all the way down Phoenix, all the way to the tip of Miami, Florida, and all the way back. And I did this all over the course of about three months. Okay. I actually bought a motor home to do it. I put my Prius on a, on a trailer and I nice. went everywhere. So I haven't got it released yet. Um, I'm not a hundred percent sure how I want to release it, uh, you know, on there, but I've been focusing so much on on Turo and building that business and and getting into Airbnb stuff in Florida. I, I put a lot more focus into those. So right. I would say the ma- majority of my content coming up will probably be Turo right now. Okay. Yeah. The uh, those videos. I just don't have the patience to do all the editing and stuff. Like that. It's uh, yeah, exactly. And people don't understand that. Oh. It's so yeah. hard. Like even I do, I can do audio editing all day. Like it's, it's, right. it's nothing compared to, yeah. to video editing. I can do a video, but it's going to be shit. So yeah, it's it, the hardest thing, you know, is people nitpick it too. Oh, so they'll sure. be like, Hey, you know, there was a shadow or there was this and that. And I'm like, Hey, you don't understand yeah. what it took to make this happen. God, um, people are dicks. Like uh, seriously, <laughs> it can be crazy. Oh, sure. the internet is crazy. So, where yeah. can people find you? Uh, as far as obviously, that's your YouTube channel. Oh, what's the name? Tell me the the reason for the name. Yeah. We didn't talk about that. Okay, so I'm going to be honest with you. You'll notice my hat right here, right? Yeah, this is the Miami Dolphins. My favorite player was Dan Marino, which was number thirteen. So that's where the thirteen comes from. Okay, okay? but also I had an inner drive to win at life. And when I started my channel, I broke away from everything and everybody to do my own thing. And I just had this super drive to win. And I started with driving a car with two, uh, with Uber and Lyft. And it just kind of escalated there. And I thought, you know what? I got this drive to win and I want to help other people win as well. So very cool. that's where, that's where it all started. Very yeah. cool. Very cool. Nice. I yeah. love that. So, um, so anyways, we can find you on YouTube there. Are you on social? I think you're on Twitter quite a bit, right? I am on Twitter. I'm also I'm on all of them under the same name. So yeah. it's all drive to win thirteen. Um, on Twitter, I think I have to have an underscore in there. I don't even remember. Um, but you, <laughs> but you can find me on there. Yeah. But yeah, and then on Instagram and Facebook as well. Yeah, we're on we're on all the platforms too. But I I primarily hang out in uh, Facebook and Twitter. Yeah, so that's yeah. where I'm at. So. Yeah, I, I've uh, I've I've liked YouTube because of the uh, ability for 
that's how I learned how to do a lot of things yeah. and learned a lot of this stuff. And I thought, you know what, this is a great way to be able for me to go live with people and, and, right. you know, really show them things. And I, I can put my stats and my things on the screen to back things up and whatever. So like you said, though, it is the editing is, is difficult and that takes a lot of time, but I definitely but my don't. future videos, I'm going to cut back on the editing a little bit and do some more informative sit down, talk stuff that I can put more content. Maybe I'll have a whiteboard and talk insurance, you know, cause that's a big thing. Yeah. Uh, a lot of things that people have questions about doing a successful Toro business. Uh, so that's, that's primarily where I'm going to go. Cool. Hmm. Well, Jason, thank you so much for coming on the show. This was awesome. And yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, you guys, it, all his links will be in the description of the YouTube channel. And then yep. of course the po- audio podcast that comes out on Monday. So, yep. Cool, man. Have a good night, everybody, and uh, we'll talk soon. Thank you, Jason. Yep, you're welcome. This podcast is produced and edited by Hey Guys Media Group. Want to start a podcast? Check out heyguysmediagroup.com.